Welcome to this Peer Voice activity. To access the entire activity, including supporting material, go to www.peervoice.com forward slash RKE. This activity is supported by an educational grant from Advanced Accelerator Applications, a Novartis company. Welcome to this Peer Voice activity, highlighting recently presented research on metastatic prostate cancer. At any time during this presentation, you may download supporting materials and share this activity with colleagues. Check back as additional presentations will be added in the future. Hello, this is Stefano Fanti. I am Professor of Diagnostic Imaging and Nuclear Medicine Specialist at the University of Bologna, Italy. Today, in the first part, I will be covering the data presented this year at major congresses on the latest clinical advances and developments in radioligand therapy, which is an emerging treatment for patients with prostate cancer. And then I will add some further consideration on the future, at least in my opinion, of radioligand therapy. Now, at present, with the data we have available, radioligand therapy, it's indicated in metastatic castration-resistant prostate cancer. As we know, there are a number of treatments that have been approved and used in the last decade for metastatic CRPC, including azalutamide, aviraterone, taxanes, so those taxel and capacitaxel, and radium-223, as well as olaparib. And two years ago, with the publication of the Vision trial, also lutetium-177, PSMA-617, has been approved and recognized as a useful treatment. And that was related to the success of the Vision trial, as said, published in the New England and demonstrating an advantage in terms of overall survival of lutetium PSMA-617 as compared to the standard of care, thus leading to the approval from FDA and EMA as well. Now, of course, there are many other ongoing trials on radioligand therapy in patients with prostate cancer. And I have selected the most relevant, at least in my opinion, which have been presented in the last three months at ASCO-GU, ENM Focus 5, and EAU Congresses. Essentially, the latest clinical advances and developments could be divided into three areas or three topics, if you prefer, with the first being uh, new radiopharmaceuticals, and then we have drugs association, and then early use of radioligand therapy in the prostate cancer progression. So let's go one by one. And first of all, we can talk about new radiopharmaceuticals. So I said the only approved one at present is lutetium-177, PSMA-617, which has been cleared by FDA and EMA. But of course, there are many others, and they have difference regarding the ligand type, so that the molecule that specifically binds to the target, which is PSMA, and the isotope. Regarding the ligand, essentially there are two categories. One is a small molecule, and the other antibody or fragments. Now, recently, there's been a tendency to work prefer the small molecule for several reasons, including residence time, affinity, and other. But nonetheless, there are also antibodies which are still in use. Indeed, they were proposed before the small molecule. And some trials are using variation to increase the affinity and increase the efficacy of the treatment itself. And the second part, it's regarding the isotope. Essentially, lutetium is a beta emitter, 
So it's very good because it's killing the cells. But there are others isotopes that can be used. There's been raising interest on the alpha particle and also on Auger electron emitter. This is due to the fact that, for example, alpha particles have a much higher energy transfer, meaning that they can more effectively kill the cells once that they have been bound to the cell surface and eventually internalized. Nonetheless, the availability of alpha emitter is not so easy, but there may be some advantages. And the first trial that I'm going to mention is related at the use of actinium-225 combined with an antibody, which is J591, which is indeed an old radioligand proposed by the group at Will Cornell, led by Scott Tagava and presented at ASCO-GU. It's a phase 1-2 trial. So it's preliminary, it's been proposed essentially for dosimetry purpose, determine the dose limiting toxicity, and for the phase two, assess the proportion of patients that will have a decrease in PSA following the treatment. The concept is interesting because they are suggesting the use of actinium 225 after repetition 177. And we are very, very happy to see that it's still around, J591. Actinium has already been used in combination with BSMA 617. Some data came from South Africa, and they were presented at the Focus 5. And it's interesting, the concept itself of the alpha emitter. Another trial with a different radiopharmaceuticals and a different isotope is the violet trial, which is a phase 1-2 study using terbium-161 as isotope and PSMA-INT as ligand in patients with metastatic CRPC. Terbium is interesting because it has beta emissions just like tissue, but it has also the emission of an osier electron, which deposits a higher concentration of radiation in the tumor cell. And this is allowing a higher rate of cell killing with a shorter range. So with the capability of delivering a lot of energy in the cell itself. The study is aimed at evaluation that those escalation as well as those expansion in a limited number of patients. And it's been promoted again by by Australian colleagues and presented at ASCO GU 2023 by James Puto. Second topic, uh, it's combination. It's clear that with neuroidolagant therapy, it comes immediately the concept of combining, given that with other drugs, there is completely different mechanism of action. So you can combine the radiolagant therapy with immunotherapy, with the anti-androgen or in any case, uh, androgen receptor manipulation. And so there's been uh, some of them already proposed, like combination with Pembro or Olaparic. The two trials that I'm going to suggest is, first of all, the evolution trial. It's a phase two trial proposed by Shanim Sandu, so Australian, and it's combining ipilimumab and nivolumab plus lutetium. The concept is very interesting because nivolumab and ipilimumab induce adaptive immunoresponses in patients with CRPC, but with some limited clinical benefit. So the idea is really to combine with lutetium. So it's a study two randomized. In one arm, it's lutetium 617 only, and the second is lutetium plus EP and nivolumab. And the idea is that we see soon if this combination can have an advantage. Another combination trial 
very simple, but at the same time, very pragmatical, is the ENZAP trial that was presented by Louise May at Focus 5. So once again, Australian trial. And we have to admit the Australian are doing great in the area of radioligand therapy. ENZAP, as you can imagine by the name itself, it's a combination of uh, enzalutamide plus uh, lutetium-177 PSMA. It's a randomized trial and it's an idea to move earlier, as we will see later on. So it's a sort of first-line treatment in metastatic CRPC in investigation of adding lutetium-PSMA to enzalutamide in order to overcome the treatment resistance in men with advanced prostate cancer. And results are expected quite soon. And as said, the third area of investigation is uh, regarding the early use of LLC. We just said that the current approval is in third line, so in patients with advanced CRPC. Other trials are trying to move in second line, just like mentioned in the combination with Avaparib and Pembro, even before with the end of P. But there are even trials that are trying to make it before, that's to say, first line for hormone-sensitive prostate cancer, like the PSME addiction, or even more brave in very early, so in neoadjuvant for localized disease. And I'm going to really happily cite this because it's just being presented at EAU by Reno Ipen, so once again Australia. And the trial is the lutectomy, phase 1-2 study with lutetium PSMA in high-risk localized prostate cancer, followed by radical prostatectomy. The primary outcome was the tumor radiation absorbed dose, so the capability to deliver a relevant dose to the primary cancer. 20 patients have been studied, and it's been demonstrated also as a secondary endpoint that there's been some imaging response possible to be recognized in the patient, and in the very majority it was observed. So essentially, the objective were absolutely fulfilled and the trial is now moving on. And we can say that lutetium PSMA, even in this sort of neoadjuvant setting, is very well tolerated and deserves further investigation. So to try to summarize, which is the aim of those many new ongoing trials on radioligand therapy? Well, at present, according to the guideline, either EAU or ASCO guideline, is suggested to offer lutetium PSMA 617 in patients with metastatic CRPC already treated and, of course, highly expressing PSMA. That's the whole concept of Teranostic itself. So you have to demonstrate visually in vivo that there is an overexpression of the target. And for this purpose, there is a strong recommendation, but it's, again, one possible radiopharmaceutical only in one clinical scenario which is very advanced. Now it's clear that this radioligand therapy is becoming one of the most explored areas of new treatment for prostate cancer. For this reason, there are many new radiopharmaceuticals under investigation and they are very rapidly moving to phase three. There are some already ongoing from phase two to phase three, so much is coming in the next year. Second, several associations are currently proposed and studied at present, and very soon we will have the results with many different combinations that can provide further use of the radioligand therapy. And finally, the use of radioligand therapy, which is at present limited at metastatic CRPC, will probably move to earlier scenario in the very next future. And with this, I thank you very much for your attention. This has been an activity published by Peer Voice.